Welcome inside the lab at Formula 4 Media. I am Bob McGee, and today I have the pleasure to speak with Brendan Candon, founder and CEO of Sideline Swap, an online marketplace for buying and selling sports equipment that has raised $4 million over the last three years, including $2 million in seed extension funding in October. Brendan is a former Division I collegiate athlete at Holy Cross College in Worcester, Mass., where he also coached. Uh, subsequently, he worked in sales for a large insurance company before co-founding Sideline Swap in 2014. Uh, good morning, Brendan. Let's get started here. First, for our listeners who may not be familiar, fill us in on your inspiration for creating Sideline Swap and what it's all about, and how is it different than play against sports and selling used gear on eBay? Sure. Well, first of all, good morning, Bob, and thanks for having me. I'm excited to, uh, to talk to you about Sideline this morning. So, quick background on Sideline and, and how we got started is, as you mentioned, we're an online marketplace where athletes can buy and sell their sports gear. I started it after coaching for a few years and, and having played in college and having to the inspiration for actually getting it started was having to buy equipment for the first time in a while after I was done playing at school and was kind of the rude awakening of how expensive equipment can get. Uh, I ended up buying equipment off a friend who I played with in high school, saved a couple hundred dollars in the process, and that led to this conversation about how we could make it easier for athletes to do this online. Uh, we thought, you know, we'd shopped at Played Again Sports growing up and thought it was a really useful service for the sporting goods consumer to have access to high quality used gear, but we knew a couple of the stores had closed and they didn't have an online presence. And so we wanted to bring bring that model online. And obviously you can do this on eBay, but we found a couple things is that the eBay had really shifted its focus of its platform to focusing on professional sellers. And so most of the people selling sports gear on, on eBay now are uh, professionals selling lots of items, but also a lot of new stuff. And so less than 15% of the items in the categories we looked at on eBay, less than, less than 15% of the items were used. Most of it was new. And so we thought there's a ton of gear sitting out there in, in sports families' houses. If we built a, a platform that was simple uh, and easy to use and tailored towards the sports consumer, there'd be an opportunity to build a business in the space. Secondly, talk to you about how the site works. I mean, in terms of, I was thinking logistically, you know, if I'm in Boston and I post my used hockey skates and the guy in Seattle wants them, do I physically box them and bring them to Staples or whatever, UPS or whatever, the post office? Or how does, so how does the revenue stream for your platform work in terms of how you make money? How do you f- facilitate products going from the seller to the buyer and, and save young athletes and families money? And, and how do you market and advertise the platform? Sure. So anybody could post gear on Sideline Swap for sale. It's free to create an account and to list your product. And then it's immediately made for sale from any for anybody anywhere in the world. Anybody in the U.S. or Canada can sell at this point. When your item sells, so if you list those hockey skates, say somebody purchases them, you get a notice from us. Congratulations, your your hockey skates have sold. You've been paid $100 for them. Please print this shipping label. So the buyer would have paid for a prepaid shipping label. You just click print, put it in any box you have at your home, uh, pack it up. You could schedule a USPS pickup, so they'll actually come to your house and pick it up for you the next day, or you you could drop it off at any post office, Staples, wherever wherever you'd like. At that point, we're, we provide a buyer guarantee. So the funds are held in escrow. So you, you've been paid. You can see that the funds are there, but you can't actually cash them out to your bank account until the item has been delivered. We use the tracking number to tell that that's happened. So that way we can protect the buyer to make sure they, they get what you described on the listing. And at once they've received the item and have approved the listing or uh, three days has passed, then the funds are released and you can cash out directly to any 
bank account. In terms of like how much athletes are saving, we generally see that items are listed for about 50% off the retail price. So that's the average savings, but but in many cases, it's more than that. And in terms of growing the platform, we've, we've really attracted a large following on social media. That's how we got this off the ground. Uh, we have over 200,000 Instagram followers. We're reaching over a million people a week on Facebook. Put out a lot of, a lot of fun content that a young athlete demographic has, has really engaged with. And so that's how we got things going. We also do a lot of advertising on Google. So we want to make sure our sellers are successful. So we're doing everything we can to grow the platforms so that way they, they get sales. But when people post product, two out of three people get a sale within 14 days. So we've seen pretty high success rate for, for people who do list their product. Platform making money. Do you take a royalty? That's always if I sell something for $100, uh, yeah. you take a percentage yeah. of that? Is that how it works? Yeah, sorry. Sorry, I skipped that part. So we take a 12% on transactions from the seller. So if you sold those skates for $100, we take a 12% cut, so you'd get 88 and we would take 12 which puts us like just under eBay. Before we go to the next question, are there any things that you that people are not allowed to sell because they're too bulky or maybe sanitary reasons or whatever that people can't sell on your site? So we don't set any um, firm restrictions outside of anything that's obviously dangerous or illegal, but the platform is set up to filter that stuff out. You're required to put photos in a description. There's a messaging platform so you could ask questions about the quality of goods, which hundreds of thousands of messages are sent every month. So it's like a chat feature. And so if you see something that's questionable, it's kind of up to you as the buyer to say, hey, how many times was this worn? Is it clean? If there are any questions about that. The other thing I want to point out there is that 30% 30% of the product that's sold on sideline is new. So, you know, there's that option as well. If you just want a discounted new item, there's plenty of that. And then the used product, you use photos, description, and messaging to help filter out for quality. Just one thing about that. Have you found it so far with Sideline Swap that any retailers, local retailers, maybe have excess inventory of something and are using your site to like find buyers in some other part of the country that may want it? Yeah, we've seen a couple of cases of that. We have a We've actually what we call power sellers that have started to come onto the platform lately. Some of them are, are stores, so maybe not play it again, but stores like that who are using Sideline as an online channel. And then you have other guys who maybe are running an eBay store where they're selling, in some, some cases, hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of used golf clubs or skis or hockey sticks or hockey equipment. And those guys have, have started to move a ton of their stuff over to Sideline as well and have really enjoyed the platform. So yeah, there's definitely an area where we think of Sideline as a great tool if you're looking to expand your business, and we love to work with those guys. I mean, I'd also imagine that you know, if you're a hockey player and you live in Kansas City and those local stores sell hockey equipment, going to your site, you can get what you need and not have to worry about it. And, and you can't find a local store that sells hockey equipment in you know some landlocked state or some state, some warm state like Louisiana or whatever. You can get it on your site. Yeah, well, I mean, we had a, a buyer in Brazil buy a ton of hockey stuff recently. So. What's interesting is we've seen, of course, there's a ton of purchases in the hotbed areas for each of these sports, but we've also seen a even probably in some cases, buyers be even more excited in the places that you're describing where they can't walk down the block and go to a hockey store or a lacrosse store because it's just, it's not as big in their area because some of these sports are regional and we've become a great resource for them to get access to high quality gear, but also learn about product because we have this community of athletes 
where you could send messages and start to get, we, we talk about how the people selling on sideline can provide the experience that you usually get from a sales rep in a sports store because you could have that conversation of, hey, I wear this size shoe, like what size hockey, is this right size skate? How does this brand fit compared to this brand? And the person selling it's worn it. So they can, th- those conversations are taking place, which is pretty cool to be able to provide that type of experience. My next question was just about the equipment areas that you've seen the, the best results in and, and also how you get a constant, consistent flow of merchandise to sell because obviously if you have no products to sell, that defeats the purpose. And, and finally, I just wanted to know if you felt that your site that you've started here is an enemy of the traditional sporting good retail. I, I know there are fewer traditional sporting good retailers than there were, say, five years ago, but do you, do you see a, a rival to that or is that maybe one of the reasons you started the site? So we've, general, in terms of spe- where we focus, we've started out by focusing on high-cost equipment sports. So that's where we have the most product, hockey, lacrosse, skiing, baseball, golf, kind of are the big one, big five for us right now. You can go on and list anything and there's definitely product in other sports, basketball shoes, soccer cleats, football equipment. So that's all there, but the, those are the five we really focus on. And that's because sellers, the equipment's expensive. So buyers can save the most on it and sellers still have a lot to, to earn. But the long-term goal is to, to really expand this to every sport. The In terms of obtaining consistent flow of inventory, we're, that's part of growing the platform. We have uh, thousands of, of products listed every week. And so there's always new stuff going on. And that's just every athlete, every sport, you know, sports family has stuff at, at home. And so they're learning about it or they're done with their last season and it's time to resell. And so we just... We, be, from the average family, there's plenty of stuff out there that we're getting people to post and that, that keeps a consistent flow of new gear. And then those those power sellers I mentioned also help keep a consistent flow as well. And some of that stuff is from college teams and pro teams. They're liquidating some pretty cool like places with, with really high quality gear in large volume. And then in terms of like how we think about where we fit in like the sporting goods ecosystem, we really think this is a, we first of all think of it as a great tool for the sporting goods consumer. We're not trying to you know, think of it as much as how can we compete with other people in the space, but how can we provide the best shopping experience for the sport, sporting goods consumer and give them the best access to the, the highest quality goods at the best price? I, I actually think in some ways, we we try to say we're a really healthy piece. We think Play It Again is too, where you give athletes who aren't ready to spend top dollar on equipment access to sports. And so hopefully you get somebody to fall in love with the sport, and then they're going to end up buying new eventually. We see a lot of people purchasing at the beginning of their life cycle in the sport or at the end. So maybe they're hanging on for a couple of years in a men's league where they may not have put the money in otherwise, or they're trying out a new sport without making the huge financial investment uh, that it would other, otherwise would have required. The other piece that we see is that a lot of people, you have this whole group of consumers who are going to buy the latest and greatest every single year, and we're never going to change that. What we do is we give them the ability to sell their stuff at the end of the season, and so they could feel like they could spend more next year, which is actually hopefully going to help sporting goods retailers. Uh, you know, we see that all the time. Of you got these guys selling the highest quality product because they're going out and buying the next year's thing. And so we think that that helps build brand loyalty and, and helps the sporting goods consumer actually spend more money in the cases that's their goal. So I mean, that's that's kind of the way we think of it. Obviously, you know, we're we're hopefully expanding the pie. We may be taking some pieces of it, but uh, overall, we think this is really good for the consumer and, and hopefully for the industry. Example makes good sense. I mean, I was just thinking about the golf industry. You know, some of the real uh, people want to try, get the latest and greatest, and some kids who want to try out golf obviously don't have the resource, financial resources to buy the latest and greatest, so they can get the try golf clubs without having to. Yeah, that's a- yeah, and we've seen. Uh, uh, I some cool examples of like a college lacrosse player finishes his career at University of North Carolina, 
sells like some of the gear that he had gotten there at the end of because he's done makes a couple you know i think he made over a thousand dollars on his stuff and then he turns around and buys a, a brand new set or a, a lightly used set of golf clubs on sideline and so it's, it's funny to see like the evolution of, of of these athletes and that's kind of what we hope to see more of i ask you about brand it was just about the plans for your latest funding i know last month you raised two million dollars in seat extension funding you know what are the plans for that so for us it's all about growth we're, we're going to be putting some a lot of that money into marketing and helping to expand the platform um, and also just improving the experience. I think we built, we have a pretty, pretty good site right now and a mobile app, but the, there's a lot that we want to do to continue to improve the shopping experience, give, give buyers and sellers a lot more tools and really create a different experience than, than what you have on other sites because it's so community driven and because we're building it from the ground up where a lot of these other e-commerce sites, pretty much every shopping experience is the same. If you start, if you use Sideline and you engage the product and you start sending messages and talking to sellers, you, you can see it's a different experience and there's a lot more we could do to, to continue to improve that. So that's kind of the focus with the $2 million we just raised. And, and so, yeah, that's kind of our plans for it. And the final question I had is what's planned for 2018 uh, for Sideline Swap? Do you have an extension to other global markets or anything like that? So we, uh, we're going to continue to expand the platform. I mean, our goal at the end of the day is to build a marketplace for all sporting goods consumers to be a tool for every sporting goods family to buy and sell equipment to make sports a little bit more affordable for them. We have a long way to go to get there. So, you know, 2018 is just continuing to, to work towards that, improving, like I said, improving the product, expanding into a couple more sports, growing our team here in Boston. Uh, so there's, it, it's just all steps towards this larger goal. We really think longer term of, of what we think Sideline Swap can become. And uh, 2018 is just another step in that direction. Uh, you've been listening to Inside the Lab at Formula 4 Media. This is Bob McGee.